this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should probably find out what Anchor is because Anchor is a free way to host your podcasts. It also gives you creation tools like the ability to record yourself, record with other people, edit as well, and do it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to go buy fancy tools to start. You can start with Anchor. And you can hit the nice distribute button, and it's going to send it out to all the places you want it to be, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. In addition to that, you can make money from your podcast with no basic listenership. In other words, if you only have 10 people because you're just starting, you can still monetize that. It's really hard to find a better place to start. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on the crazy podcast journey. We're currently in the middle of our John Cougar Mellencamp phase. And for those of you who don't know what that means... John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mellencamp, when he started his career, he started under the stage name John Cougar, and he released six albums under that name. And then he decided he wanted to start using his real name, John Mellencamp. But he'd built this big audience with six albums. He didn't just want to lose the whole audience by switching from the name John Cougar to John Mellencamp. So from the years of 1983 to 1989, he recorded four albums under the name John Cougar Mellencamp. So he went from John Cougar to John Cougar Mellencamp, and then he could finally be just John Mellencamp. So why am I talking about that? Because as you know, I've combined both of the podcasts here. We are currently in the phase known as Random Badassery slash Creative Minds. And then eventually the Creative Minds name is just going to drift apart. Nothing's going to change here except You will get the show that you had before with me talking to guests and every week. In addition, you're going to get episodes with me and Lamb. For those of you who heard this last week, I'm sorry. I just need to make sure that all of you know this. I don't want you guys to think that you're losing anything here. So this week's episode, this episode right now, the one I'm about to start that I'm delaying terribly, making you anticipate terribly, is an episode with Lamb and I. And then later this week, I'll release an episode with me and a friend. So stick around and subscribe. This is Random Badass new mic new voice and oh by the way um this is the first time we're in the big boy pond this is the first time the two uh two shows same show now yep yep yeah so uh yeah how's that make you feel (laughs) there's considerably more people listening now than we're listening before does that make you feel uh nervous at all um how do I how do I put this? No, not in the way that I would think. I'm not nervous. Um, I'm actually excited at the prospect of being able to 
um, help more people. Because I feel like in, in the long run, whether it's the other show or this show, um, it's all about trying to bring positive or try, trying to help people through things. And it's not always positive, obviously. Sometimes we go through some pretty dark stuff as well. Um, but there's definitely more of a true sense of altruism and it's not just about us. You know what I mean? Um, and, and given who I am and what my typical priorities are as a person, I feel very strongly that that will motivate me to do even better in the show. And just to, cl- to clarify for everybody listening, when he says this show and the other show, he's talking about the way things were before. Everything is this show now. Everything is here now. Um, if you're listening to this on the old on the, on the Random Badassery Archive, come over to the new Random Badassery feed. And if you are listening to this as a Creative Minds listener and going, what the hell is this? <laughs> You've already had one episode of this. We've combined both shows. It just makes more sense to me. It, because uh, I don't always get to sit down and talk to people in the interview format every week. So you could either sit and wait for episodes or Lamb and I are always making episodes every week. So I could just put them together and then it's magic. And that is what we call coming full circle. Yes. And for people who don't know, Creative Minds was originally Random Badassery. And then Lamb didn't have time to do the show anymore. So I went on solo and I felt I needed to change the name because it didn't fit anymore. And now it fits again. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the difficult... See, one of the things that's difficult... I don't want to talk about this too long and bore the shit out of everyone. But um, one of the things that's difficult about doing podcasting, unless you're you know, your radio personality or a comedian, you know, someone who's used to doing this stuff already, you've already learned all your lessons. If you're not one of those people, you have to learn these things as you go along. Like, I'm going to do this, and then this seems like the best choice. And it might be the best choice at the time, but a year later, it's no longer the best choice. That's how things work. Especially, you know, like, we're not sponsored by anyone. So there's no one steering the ship. So I have to keep making decisions that seemed like the best choice. And for me, I think this is the best choice for all of you to get the best content and not have to go to two different places to get it. And it just, it makes more sense for me and for you guys. So why the hell wouldn't I do it? I will say though, um, Lamb, going to feeling different, I do um, our goofiness, you know, the, the weird like things that we would do. I'd never thought about it when there was less people listening. But now that there's more people listening... I have thought about it twice where I'm like, oh, well, the first episode of you and I talking started with a conversation about flatulence. Hmm, was that a good choice? Yeah, honestly, I, I think because of where I am emotionally, I just don't give a shit. I don't really give a shit either, but there's part of me that wonders. <laughs> and and I think that I that kind of... I, I think we'll get to the point where we don't think about it anymore. Um, and I don't think that we'll be far along. Like it might be three or four minutes into each episode where we just disregard that feeling. Um, I think we've been doing this so long um, and we've been we've done it in so many different ways that the concept of either, you know, modifying our speech patterns or censoring ourselves has just completely gone out the window. Or at least I know that's how I feel. I just don't care. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. This is if you guys are listening to this for the first time, this is kind of more of like a radio show. We've said this before in other episodes. So if you're having to hear this again, sorry. But we're just, you know, sometimes we make stupid jokes. Sometimes, you know, we talk about stupid things, but not for the whole episode. We we seem to oscillate between these like highbrow and lowbrow things. And that's just us as people. So either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. You can skip these episodes and only listen to the interview episodes, whatever. 
we're going to do this this way. And having the two shows combined, speaking of doing it for a long time, this is technically, with the two of them combined, episode 102. Jeez. So we've broken 100. That's why I bought the microphone. Because I told myself if I ever broke 100 episodes, I'd get the number one microphone. Well, I feel like from that perspective too, like there, there's a polished, there's a polished unpolishedness to us now that I think is just comes from experience and time. I mean, given the number of different iterations of shows that you've done and the many different types of things that you've done um, in order to try to communicate um, with people just in general, there's, there's, there's a sense of completeness now to the way our conversations are that I think is really interesting. Um, you know, especially in, in random badassery where we're just as comfortable talking about um, farts as we are society. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what's interesting to me, because um, there's, I don't know, maybe, I want to say about 10, maybe more episodes of you and I talking. I guess we can't call it random badassery anymore because everything's random badassery. But of our conversations where in the years I've lost the show notes. So I've been going through and slowly listening to those um, and <laughs> redoing the show notes. And what's fascinating to me is how many of the topics we talk to, do we talk about now? came up way back then and I didn't remember us talking about them. Um, and I can see the, the, you know, that polish you're talking about. I could see moments of that where it's like, Oh, that's, Oh, we did that really well there. That's the first time we did that. Well, and it's, it's kind of fun to listen to. It's also cringeworthy because you should always cringe a little bit about what you did in the past. I think. Um, well, I, I feel very strongly that we're, at least on some level, we're just constantly chiseling away at something. Um, you know, like some of the topics we talk about, for example, it's not it's not one conversation. You know, over the period of time in which we've doing this, we've been doing this. I know that my opinions have changed on on a number of things, um, as well as my thought process concerning those things. So I don't I, I don't think that it's unusual that we loop back around to many of these things because they're at least for some of the topics I'm thinking of, they're they're almost omnipresent. Um, in our lives, you know, for example, the the idea of defining what a creative life is supposed to look like, or understanding how and why um, society shapes people um, into fear based creatures that make decisions slowly or impossibly at times. You know, those things are constantly going to come up for us because I think they're things that we deal with as people as well. And as we deal with them and we fight our way through them, um, we make revelations. Um, or, or we have revelations and we, we, we find resources that, that change our, our mode of thinking towards a particular thing. And over time, it just becomes natural to, to share that with each other because that's just what we do. Right. And that, with that said, I think we need to jump right into coddling of the American mind. Oh, man. Speaking of, of changing the way you think, if you guys are just here for the first time, this is a book I've read. Lamb's getting around to reading it. So this will be round two on this book. And this book was powerful, powerful book. I wish I had time yeah. to reread it before today. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm about a third of the way through. And I will tell you that just in, in the third that I've read, um, here's, here's an interesting thing. So I'm afraid to talk about it. It's a little scary, isn't it? Because yeah. uh, it's, for anybody who hasn't read it, it is a book written by two left leftists. I hate that word, but left-leaning professor have to be okay with taking responsibility for the things that you need to do in order to create the path because that's the thing right like when we're talking about you know whether it's your quote or my quote the 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 the, the through line is that you have it's your responsibility 
you know, it's your responsibility to find the route that you're going to take, to find the tools that you're going to need. And I mean, even when we're talking about doing these podcasts, for example, um, you know, just the sheer number of, of, of different things that we've tried in order to, to produce this podcast in such a way um, that we could get our, our, our message across while still sounding pretty good. Um, you know, even my own journey with trying to get um, the, the equipment that I've got to, to produce my own personal podcast has been difficult. And I know you've gone through a lot of the same as well. Oh, any anywhere along any of those paths uh, or any of those those particular bumps in the road um, along the paths that we've chosen, we could have chosen to stop. We could have chosen to give up. Um, and I think that that's the one thing that that I think that 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 is very different from what we're talking about when it comes to inspiration um, is that this is where the work comes in. You know, this is where the determination and, and, and the drive to to complete something or to push through and and, and create something, especially in your and my case, for example, cr- to create something that is useful to other people. Um, that's where you have to keep the goal in mind and you have to keep pushing forward. Yeah, I think that one thing to me that always brings that together for me is it isn't easy because it's not supposed to be easy. Uh, that's why it's the road less traveled. Uh, sure. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Everybody would be doing it. So you imagine, really think about that. Millions, billions of people all able to do exactly what you do. That's truth. Anybody can do what anybody else can do for the most part, unless you're Stephen Hawking. Uh, you know, some, some people have certain gifts that other people just don't have access to certain kinds of brains. But for the most part, uh, when you take it to the idea of he's doing what he wants with his life, everybody has the power to do that. But if everybody was doing exactly what you're doing, taking the exact same path as you, then it wouldn't be the path for you. That would just be the path, right? Sure. Every path has to be individual. Every path has to be difficult because it, it's a choice we have to make. We are either willing to forge into the woods or some people, and this is not a bad thing. This is not a denigration of these people at all, but some people are happy to walk the path that other people have walked. Some people feel um, safety in putting their feet into other people's footsteps and following tradition and doing things as is expected. And those people are important too. We we all need that, but there's for creative people the path is difficult because the path has to be difficult because sure. the 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 process of creating requires that mindset. And not only does it require the mindset, it requires the effort. Um, you know, the, the the one thing that I always think about when it comes to artistic creation, you know, in our last episode, for example, with the uh, artist profile, just thinking about Frida Kahlo, um, and how how hard that path was um, and how, you know, it, it, it ties in very well to what you say, because for most of her, her life, she did walk the path that um, everyone wanted her to walk. Well, not even that everyone wanted her to walk, but just the path that, 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 that was the, the, the expected traditional path. And she was very happy to do that. You know, she was going to go to medical school. She was going to be a doctor and she was going to help people. But when life threw her a curveball, and when she was nearly killed in a horrific accident, she had to make some some very difficult choices about how her path was going to change. 
And the moment she chose that path, she she went down it unrelentingly. Um, you know, despite her her physical disabilities and her immense pain, she still pushed through it. And that's that's a good example of what we're talking about. Um, you know how once once you get to a certain part, a part of the path, um, especially as an artist, you have to make a choice um, because every step that you go, um, every 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 step that you take beyond a certain point becomes progressively more difficult. And the artists that are most successful are the ones that are willing to push through those difficult moments. You know, like I think about what we've done with the podcast and we've had plenty of moments where it's been, you know, either technically impossible or whether or not we felt like we were reaching enough of an audience um, or whether, um, you know, or not we were, we were hampered too much by our logistical requirements in our lives, but we've pushed through every single one of those. And I think that, we take it for granted, both you and I take it for granted, like how difficult this has actually been. <laughs> That's and, true. and, you know, like, I mean, we, we, we have our full lives, you know, I've got a full-time job with a nasty commute on either side and you have a million different things that you're doing pretty much on a daily basis, including trying to write a novel. Um, and you know, while we were at, in the thick of this podcast at the very beginning, you were producing a daily vlog that consumed four to six hours of your life every single day, but we still managed to pull this off and we pulled this off, not just having you know, these other things in our lives, but having difficulty with the thing itself, like podcasting is not easy. And for anyone who, who wants to take on the endeavor, I mean, please listen to our previous episode because heck we've, we've gone through so many different versions of, of how this podcast is both created as well as shared, um, that we would love for you guys to listen to that just so you avoid a lot of the mistakes that we made. Um, and a lot of the trial and error that we went through in order to find, um, the right solution for for producing what we consider to be at least you know for me I'm very proud of this podcast and for me I'm very happy with the things that we share, um, but you know I, rarely do I take a moment to to sit back and look at how difficult it's actually been. And it, it's not ending. We had uh, what twenty minutes of setup for today's episode. Uh, <laughs> I have that's just and that's just twenty uh, twenty minutes this morning. Uh, we've also been messing with it for a week and a half. Yeah, I have a I have a new microphone. Lamb has a new microphone coming in the next day or two. Um, weird technical issues where I can't hear myself. You guys heard if you listened last week, I was having echoes in my headphones. It continues. Um, but what brings us back? What is our what is our inspiration? Is I love doing this, and you like you said, you're proud of this. This is something that requires work it is it is difficult it is laborious the editing process it kind of sucks because hey i've just recorded this episode and you know it's it's about two hour chunk of our day um because there's half hour before a little talk afterwards about two hour chunk just for recording and then i'm going to spend at least minimum two hours to edit it because i have to listen to the whole thing make sure you know if there's any really obnoxious noises i gotta cut those out I got to take notes so that I can put the show notes down. Then I want to put this up. You know, usually it's about dinner time by the time I'm done with this whole thing. And that is not a complaint. I look forward to Wednesdays despite all of that work or maybe because of all that work. You know, work is not an awful thing. Um, having to work hard at something is not a bad thing. And that's another mindset that people, uh, if I can inspire you to do one thing, to use the word, Get out of that mindset of work being something you have to do, something that sucks, uh, especially when it's something for something you love. That's a privilege. It is a privilege that I can do all of these things, that my Wednesdays can be dedicated to this, that I've found a way 
in my life to have a, a Wednesday dedicated to creativity where I can talk to my friend, I can produce something that I'm proud of, and I can share it with the world. That's the mindset that I live in on Wednesdays. And that that goes back to this whole thing of choice. How you choose to look at your life, how you choose to look at the things you do, how you choose to look at the effort that things require will define you. It will define everything. And it's, 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 it's so easy to give up. And if there's anything that, that I can, I, I want people to take from this episode, it's that at every single point in the process in which you're doing something, you have the choice to give up. Um, you have the choice to, 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 to throw in the towel and say, I've had enough. And this is, this, I can, I can go this far and no further. And, you know, in almost every, in almost every medium, um, you know, I talk to athletes, like I, I you know, I'm running, um, the, the, the golf thing. And I talk to successful golfers all the time. And the one thing that, that I find that's, that's a continuous through line between all of these things, whether it's an athlete or, or an artist or a business person is the moment in which you reach the wall is the moment you have to push harder. Um, and all of the successful guys, like I, at some point I met, you know, Phil Levin from, uh, um, Evernote, Evernote. And I also met uh, Jeremy Stoppelman from, from Yelp. And, it's funny um, how how similar their philosophies are, um, and I think this is a philosophy that transcends um, any artistic medium or any business medium. Is that you know, for the most successful people out there, the biggest thing is that moment in which you find you find a wall, you find the breaking point, and and you push through it. And there's an amazing there's an amazing there's an amazing um, energy that comes from that. The 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 ability to to see yourself as invincible just for a second. Um, and I think that that drives you to, to doing, to doing bigger and more difficult things because you, you progressively discover that literally nothing is impossible if you really, really push for it. And what's important going back to that idea of that wall right there too, that is such an important point because the wall, this is, this is something that comes from, uh, cognitive learning, what they, what they understand about how the brain works. When you reach a quote-unquote wall when you reach the difficult point in learning something that is actually the point at which you're learning uh, because you're forging new neural pathways sure. so that that resistance is not meant to buffet you back that resistance is when you actually start working is when you start learning is when you start growing um, so when you hit resistance you're meant to climb over that resistance. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. That's that choice thing. But the point of the resistance is because, you know, it's running uphill. Why do people run uphill? Because it builds muscle. Mm, interesting. So, I, I mean, I guess in the, it, I wanted to save this quote for, for another episode that we were going to do, but it, it, screw it. I'm just going to say it because it's... <laughs> A, it, a, a, I love the quote because it fits what we're talking about, and B, it just makes it so that I have to to do more reading, which is awesome. Um, but the quote is, if it's if it's nothing worth doing is ever easy. I don't remember who said it. I don't know where it came from, but it is one that is probably going to end up being tattooed on me at some point, just because I think it's such an amazing quote. You know, I think of all the easy things in my life. I think about all the 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 you know to pick up a comic book or to, to, which is cool in its, in itself, but it, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really drive me to do much more, um, you know, to pick up my phone and play a game on my phone or something like that. I mean, 
it's all of those things are easy, but the difficult things, you know, trying to trying to figure out how to hit a 20 foot putt or trying to figure out how to light this small object in order for me to photograph it or how to write a podcast that I feel can be useful to people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all, all of these things are, are, are so difficult, but every single time I do one of them, I learn so much, not just about myself, um, but about how I affect other people. You know, that's, that's one of the amazing things that I've learned actually from doing our podcast is that I've, I've, I've started to hone my ability to communicate ideas and, 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 and processes with other people in such a way that they can grasp it, um, you know, in such a way that they can take it away with them and, and find it useful for something, um, not just the thing itself, but for something else that, 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 that might, um, be, be difficult for them. So I, I, it's, 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 the quote itself, um, you know, the, the quotes that we've thrown out in the quote itself, which is, you know, nothing worth doing is ever easy, um, very much defines that for all of the choices that I try to make these days. You know, always make the harder choice. Always take on the thing that you feel like you can't do and always try to do the impossible because you'd be surprised at how often you can actually do what you think is impossible. What I'm, I guess I'm going to follow suit on you right here and throw out some other quotes too because <laughs> – that. You have to when when it fits the subject. It fits the subject. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you can't you can't save stuff, man. You gotta go for it. <laughs> um, there's a there's a quote from Gary Vaynerchuk in his uh, Ask Gary V book, and he says, uh, "Does it all sound like a lot of work? It is. How people react to the prospect of so much work is really what differentiates people. What differentiates between those who build successful small businesses and those who eventually 